It's Tuesday, September 12, 2023. And this is Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, trading on the TSX Venture and the OTCQB. PurePoint actively operates a portfolio of advanced uranium projects in the world's richest uranium district and has established partnerships with some of the largest uranium suppliers worldwide. While our passion for this subject is undeniable, it's essential to clarify that the information presented here is not investment advice. Instead, our goal is to offer an unbiased and comprehensive review of recent events that could impact uranium prices. And now your host, Chris Frostad. This week on Uranium Spotlight, we look at fuel shortage projections out of the World Nuclear Association, France's nuclear production surge, Arano's challenges in Niger, and much, much more. The uranium spot price closed last week at $61.25 U.S. per pound U308, up 50 cents. Starting on Monday, the market was quiet with no reported transactions or significant changes in pricing, maintaining the spot price at a steady $60.75. However, as the week progressed and news of Cameco's production adjustment spread, bid levels increased slightly on Tuesday, along with offers which reached at least $62 per pound. Some off-market volume reaffirmed pricing earlier in the week, leading to a rise in the price to $61.25 per pound. The rest of the week remained quiet, but on Friday, a spot transaction occurred as a buyer accepted the $62 offer. In the term uranium market, activity remained relatively stable. While there were no new demand or contract awards reported, several utilities are actively evaluating offers. Notably, a non-U.S. utility is seeking significant quantities of U308 over various delivery periods, indicating ongoing interest in long-term uranium contracts. The uranium industry is poised for a substantial increase in prices due to a surge in demand driven by the expanding global nuclear power sector. Reported last week by the World Nuclear Association, or the WNA, the world's nuclear power industry is set to increase its capacity by 75% in the coming decades, potentially leading to a shortage in uranium unless new mines are developed swiftly. The WNA's recent market report revealed that the global nuclear power capacity currently stands at 391 gigawatts, fulfilling 10% of the world's power demand. By 2040, this capacity is projected to grow significantly, potentially reaching as high as 931 gigawatts. The resurgence of nuclear power is attributed to several factors, including the reopening of reactors in Japan and the connection of new reactors in the U.S., Europe, and Asia. This surge in nuclear power capacity is expected to strain the supply of uranium, as miners and companies in the nuclear supply chain struggle to keep pace with the rising demand. Consequently, uranium prices have soared to their highest levels in a decade, driving up the shares of uranium miners and funds like the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust. The WNA report highlights the urgent need for intense development of new uranium projects in the current decade to prevent future supply disruptions. It typically takes between 8 and 15 years for a miner to bring uranium into production after its discovery. Moreover, geopolitical factors have further bolstered the demand for uranium. Following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, many nations are seeking alternatives to Moscow's energy supplies, leading to increased interest in nuclear power. According to the WNA's biannual nuclear fuel report, global uranium production has declined by 25% from 2016 to 2020, 
but began to recover in recent years. The report predicts a 28% increase in uranium demand by 2030, and nearly doubling that demand by 2040, driven by government's efforts to expand nuclear power capacity as part of their zero carbon targets. The growing capacity will result from not only the construction of new reactors, mainly in China and India, but also the extension of the operational lifetimes of existing plants and the adoption of small modular reactors. The uranium industry is at the cusp of a significant price surge due to the rapidly expanding demand for nuclear power, driven by both environmental considerations and geopolitical factors. To meet this demand and avoid supply shortages, the development of new uranium projects is imperative in the coming years. France's nuclear fleet is roaring back to full power after several years of corrosion and maintenance issues. Nuclear output at DDF's French reactors this past August sat at 23.9 terawatt hours, up 32% compared to August of last year. Nuclear output over the course of 2023 so far was also up 7.9% compared to the same period last year. This increase in production is likely due to the 16 reactors taken offline as a result of reactor vessel stress corrosion issues. 12 have now come back online and available capacity has risen above 40 gigawatts for the first time in months. EDF has also managed to hit its summer production targets this summer, all of which has bolstered confidence in their ability to produce consistent low cost power. In the long term, French power prices have now fallen to 156 euros per megawatt, down from 453 euros in April and closing the gap between German electricity prices who mostly use natural gas, and French power prices, who are mostly nuclear. Germany in April shut down its last three reactors. France may not be out of tough waters yet, though, with plenty of its reactors still offline for maintenance and demand dropping across Europe due to high prices and lowered industrial output. If demand were to surge in the coming months back to levels seen before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, it could put the French in a tight spot. It may also be worthwhile to look at short-term power prices, which are actually 20 euros cheaper than their German counterparts in the past week, whereas French power is usually more expensive. Arano's Niger mines are having difficulties acquiring the chemicals needed to process uranium, and the company has shut down one mine in the country. The company has attributed their recent issues to sanctions imposed on Niger by the global community after a military coup against the democratically elected government installed a junta there last month. Niger contains approximately 5% of the world's uranium reserves. In an already tight market, any decrease in the supply of uranium from Niger may lead to increased reliance on uranium from Canada, Australia, and Kazakhstan, leading to price increases. Niger also supplies 20% of French uranium and 25% across the EU. Arano, for its part, has said that this is not an emergency situation and that it's ramping up production at mines in which it has stakes in Canada and Kazakhstan. The Hungarian government is moving ahead with its construction of the PAX-2 set of two reactors with help from Russian government-owned contractor Rosatom. PAX-2 will be the fifth and sixth reactors built at the site. Both PAX-2 reactors are VVER-1200 models that were commissioned in 2012 after talks began between the Russian and Hungarian governments. The government said on Wednesday that it's expected the construction to be finished by 2030. The progress on the site is already considerable, with 700 meters of the waterproof wall that will control groundwater flow into and out of the site now completed, and excavation completed to a depth of 5 meters. It will eventually need to be dug to a depth of 23 meters. 
South Korea is also moving ahead as the long-awaited construction of the Shinhanul-2 reactor is now completed and has been given the go-ahead to begin operating. Fuel will soon be loaded and the six-month testing phase will begin imminently. After which, the reactor will enter commercial operation and supply Koreans with baseload carbon-free power. Capital inflows are bolstering the uranium sector as Sprott Physical Uranium Trust expands its at-the-market equity program aiming to issue an additional $125 million in trust units. This update, conveyed through a prospectus supplement dated September 8, 2023, diverges from previous supplements. Distributions under this program will be orchestrated in accordance with the sales agreement involving Sprott Asset Management, the Trust, Cantor Fitzgerald Canada Corporation, and Virtue Canada Corp. Units will be sold on the Toronto Stock Exchange and other Canadian trading markets at prevailing market prices, affording flexibility in their sales price. The trust will determine the volume and timing of distributions with the proceeds earmarked for acquiring physical uranium. NextGen Energy Limited is also contributing to the capital influx with a $110 million convertible debenture financing deal and a strategic purchase of common shares. Queens Road Capital Investment Limited, or QRC, and Washington H. Soul Patterson & Company Limited, WHSP, have committed to this private placement with the debentures offering the option to convert into approximately 21.97 million next-gen common shares. Additionally, WHSP is acquiring 8.7 million outstanding shares from QRC, facilitating QRC's debenture purchase. This substantial financing enhances next-gen's position in advancing the Rook One project, coinciding with progress in environmental assessments and pre-construction site work, reflecting the company's commitment to the global energy transition. And that wraps up your Uranium Spotlight coverage for this week. For more news and events from the world of uranium, please tune in next week to Uranium Spotlight. You've been listening to Uranium Spotlight, your weekly podcast dedicated to delivering the latest news and events shaping the uranium fuel market and its critical role in the global energy landscape. Brought to you by PurePoint Uranium Group, advancing its position as the premier uranium explorer in the world's richest uranium district. Join us again next week for Uranium Spotlight.